Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Post Route. I just want to thank everyone who has stuck with me through this series. It took some studying to get it finished, but alas, the quarterbacks are the last of the top 10. Before I start, I want to mention that my listener support is turned on at anchor.fm. Any donations will be used to improve the quality of the podcast, as well as investing it back into my audience. Now, onto who I believe will be the top 10 quarterbacks of 2020, along with two honorable mentions. Number 10, Ryan Tannehill. Many people might not agree with me putting Tannehill as a top 10 quarterback, but the truth of the matter is that he showed enough last season to garner some attention. Having a full off-season work with the starters and with the hopeful emergence of receiver A.J. Brown, Tannehill is going to try and put up career numbers as a quarterback who has a lot to prove. With a solid running game and an above-average set of wide receivers, Tannehill could easily put up QB1 numbers depending on matchups. Don't be weary about him having one of those 97 yards passing type of games, because I don't think that could happen again. Tannehill would be a solid choice at quarterback, and if you're not confident, you could always try and draft Drew Locke or Joe Burrow for insurance if you do like to take two quarterbacks. Number 9. Josh Allen Don't be fooled by the haters. Josh Allen has an arm. Sure, he might have had the worst deep ball last year, but if he ever gets that connection going, that's what will elevate Josh Allen into top 10 quarterback consideration. He will also gain a huge boost in the receiving department since the Bills added Stephon Diggs in free agency. Allen should immediately look into creating a confident connection with Diggs, and I have the confidence that he'll do that. The Bills have showed flashes of putting it all together on the offense. With a more decent offensive line and second-year running back Devin Singletary at the helm and progressing, look for Allen to put it all together in year three of the NFL. He definitely has sleeper upside if he slips past the top 10 quarterbacks taken in your draft. Don't be scared to take Allen. Number 8. Kyler Murray The only reason why I don't have Kyler Murray any lower is because of the Cardinals' trade for DeAndre Hopkins. This gives Kyler Murray's 2020 outlook a huge boost as he looks to improve in year 2 of the NFL. Hoping that Kenyon Drake also has a breakout season, Anything that goes well for the Cardinals offensively is a huge benefit to Kyler Murray, especially knowing how mobile of a quarterback he can be. He might not be Lamar Jackson, but he can certainly bring you those 50 rushing yards a game plus a touchdown. That's 8 or 9 valuable points for a quarterback. Have confidence in Murray as your starting quarterback if you pick him, and I wouldn't worry about an off game from him. I believe he will progress as a quarterback in year 2, and should also be a consistent one. Target him in the early and late middle rounds. Number 7. Drew Brees This is probably the only year I have ever thought of Drew Brees as a quarterback outside of the top 5. Don't get me wrong, he still puts up numbers and will continue to put up numbers again this year, when healthy however. Age and durability is definitely a concern when it comes to older quarterbacks, and Breeze did end up missing a few games last year. Although it was an injury that totally could have been avoided, it still concerned some of us fantasy football players. Despite that, Drew Breeze has a decent track record of staying on the field, 
so it's a safe bet to assume that he will stay healthy this season. I would say he's not a huge risk, but also not a low risk. I know it might be a waste of a pick in the late rounds, but Taysom Hill as a handcuff wouldn't be a bad idea either, unless they're thinking about starting Jameis Winston if Breeze ever goes down. Only do that if you don't feel confident in his durability. Other than that, you can bet he'll stay on the field. Number six, Aaron Rodgers. I was really iffy on putting Rodgers in my top 10. I did want to leave him for my honorable mentions, but the fact of the matter is is that Aaron Rodgers is too good of a quarterback to not take, and I have seen him go very late in mock drafts. With a healthier offense that includes Devontae Adams, and as well as the fire that Green Bay lit under his ass by drafting Jordan Love, Rodgers should have a chip on his shoulder that should motivate him to have a fantastic season. There are some rumors that he may or may not be traded this year or by next offseason, but I wouldn't worry about that as either scenario should work out in your favor. Green Bay's offense has definitely taken the more rushing route, but I think this year they're going to have to rely and trust in Rodgers. Again, I was iffy about putting him on here, and there's a good chance he isn't a top 10 fantasy football quarterback. But six best is plausible, and it's as far as I'll go. Number five, Deshaun Watson. It's time to stop hating on Deshaun Watson and start appreciating him for what he is, a very good starting quarterback. Some might question me for putting him into my top five with the departure of DeAndre Hopkins but it is for that reason why I have him at number five. The Texans are going to have to lean on Deshaun Watson a lot more this season if they want to win any games. With Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, and Kiki Cutie as his best pass catchers, he should still be able to put up solid numbers. They may not be the best wide receivers in the game, but they could be a very underrated receiving group. Watson's success this season could also gain a huge boost if David Johnson revitalizes his career again. And then there is his mobility factor that can get you those sweet rushing points that can always give a quarterback a boost in fantasy football. Do not sleep on Deshaun Watson this year. You'll regret it. Number 4. Russell Wilson There's really not much to worry about Russell Wilson, despite the fact that the Seahawks can't give him a solid offensive line. Wilson will perform to the best of his abilities every week and usually leaves it out on the field. This could potentially be Wilson's best season ever and has a good chance of being the number one fantasy football quarterback this year. Lockett being a solid target and with the progression of DK Metcalf, Wilson does have decent pass catchers, and even if his running game lacks production. Wilson is still primed to put up numbers. To summarize everything, Wilson shouldn't struggle even in a crappy situation, which he isn't in one. Wilson will put up QB1 numbers again this year as the safest pick at quarterback. Number 3. Dak Prescott Now, I'm not saying Dak is a better quarterback than Wilson, but you cannot ignore the players that surround him. Zeke, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, Blake Jarwin, Tony Pollard, 
and that always high-ranked offensive line that will make Dak's day on the job a lot easier than it's ever been in the past. The defense even recently signed Everson Griffin, giving them a pretty stacked defense to go and give the ball right back to Dak. He has gotten down his passing mechanics with the help of a semi-dance and hip flex routines in pre-game warm-ups, and I fully expect Dak to perform like a top-five quarterback this year. Don't be surprised if Dak becomes a top fantasy football quarterback. He has the supporting cast to do so. Don't miss your chance at drafting him, and don't listen to the Dak haters. Number two, Lamar Jackson. Jackson will definitely be the first or second quarterback taken in your draft. What gives him such a huge boost in fantasy football is his ability to rush and get you those sweet rushing touchdowns and rushing yards. His passing, in my opinion, still needs a small tweak here and there, but he definitely doesn't need a lot of work on it. Now that other teams have a full year of tape on him and what plays the Ravens call in certain situations, I would be weary about how defenses can prepare for him. We all saw the Ravens flaw when they lost to the Titans. That would be my only concern. However, I don't think you'd be taking much of a risk drafting him. Lamar Jackson will continue to shine like he usually does, but just don't be surprised if he has a down game or two. Other than that, take Lamar with confidence as your starting quarterback. Before we get on to the number one pick, here are two honorable mentions. Honorable mention, number 12, Kirk Cousins. I might be a little biased here with adding Kirk to my honorable mentions. I just like that I can call him El Primo Cousins. But all jokes aside, Kirk Cousins has been somewhat of a solid quarterback depending on matchup. He might have lost to Fawn Diggs, but the Vikings had his back and drafted Justin Jefferson, and word is that he's gaining a lot of traction as a starting receiver next to Adam Thielen. Irv Smith is also someone to keep an eye on, as well as Dalvin Cook. If Dalvin can stay healthy and help open up the secondary for Kirk, that would be my best-case scenario to see Kirk have his best season yet. With a defense that can give the ball back to the offense frequently, Kirk will definitely have the opportunity to make that best season of his career happen. Don't be shy about drafting him as your starting quarterback if for whatever reason your league loves to take quarterbacks early on and you miss out on one. Honorable Mention Number 11, Tom Brady How can I make a top quarterback list and not include Brady? Even as an honorable mention, Brady has doubters that he wants to prove wrong. With a new team, a fresh start might be exactly what he needs. It also doesn't hurt to have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin as what is more than likely the best wide receiver duo Brady has ever had. Also, he's joined by his best friend Rob Gronkowski. Brady will look to get his sixth ring to an already legendary career. I just can't help but to think he is going to start off hot this year. And I mean that since the Bucks' running game has always been a little lackluster, so Coach Bruce Arians is going to try and use Brady to the best of his abilities. We might see the Tom Brady of old, or we could see a Brady regressing, but I've doubted Brady one too many times in fantasy football to not take a chance on him if needed. If Brady helps you win your league, you better buy a Brady jersey. 
Thanks for sticking with me all the way until the end. I appreciate all my listeners. Now it's time to announce who I believe will be the number one quarterback of the 2020 fantasy football season. And it's sure to be an obvious pick. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Good old Patrick Mahomes. The man who single-handedly won me a league two years ago in spectacular fashion and can help win anyone's league this year. I know it might seem like I'm favoring Chiefs players a lot this year, since all my lists, except for my top 10 running backs, I have a Chiefs player at number one. But the fact of the matter is that the Chiefs offense isn't one to ignore. What will more than likely be a pass-happy offense with starting running back Damian Williams opting out due to COVID, the rest of the running backs might not be ready to handle a full workload. So this is going to make Andy Reid lean on Mahomes and the passing game a little more this year, in my opinion. Since the top players never repeat as top players next year, Mahomes is the safest bet to do so since Lamar Jackson was the best last year. Mahomes has the high scoring factor that can help you win those crucial fantasy football matchups. You can expect Mahomes and even Lamar to go by the third or fourth rounds, but do not be surprised or upset if he's a late first round pick or an early second. That's how high everyone is on him, including myself, but I can hold off. If he's there in the third round and you have a top wide receiver and running back, consider drafting Mahomes. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I wrap up my top 10 fantasy football players by position series. I'm going to skip out on the defense and kickers since I feel most fantasy football players don't really look much into that. I will start working on my must-have players as well as late round steals, hopefully before the end of August. Please check that out when I post them. Again, I want to thank all my listeners and I really appreciate y'all. Also, I wanted to mention that my Twitter followers have skyrocketed this past week and want to thank the Twitter fantasy football community for showing their support. From the bottom of my heart, I thank y'all. Join me again soon as I wrap up my fantasy football series. Although I will try to give weekly updates, I want to get on with telling football stories as well. This has been your host, Hobbs. Thanks everyone for listening, and I hope everyone is still taking care of themselves out there. Adiós.